0: Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. And welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. You know, traditionally, Jehovah starts with an I. And if you didn't want to know that, oh. then you shouldn't be listening to the goddamn show because that is a spoiler.
1: Kind of a spoiler. Kind of a spoiler. It's I mean, very important. There's way more things in that movie you could spoil. But way more things. That's a good one. But that's I why like
0: I'm, I'm putting them in my pocket. I'm saving them for later.
1: Yeah, we don't know how many episodes we're going to do of this show, so you need <laughs> as many spoilers remember, as possible. Remember
0: the first episode? I used three. three. <laughs> what an idiot. And I didn't expect this to be something I did every week, but, no. uh, you know. And I was like, oh, God, I already used the uh, Luke Skywalker is uh, Darth Vader's son. Sorry, that's a spoiler, guys. What am I going to do now? So I need to pace myself with these spoilers. Yes.
1: So if you're a first time listener, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. We're glad to have you. You've joined us on a great episode because this week we're all giddy and excited because we're talking about the upcoming Disney adventure movie. Jungle Cruise Yes, Jungle Cruise So if you haven't listened to one of our shows before What we typically do is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster The poster, the trailer I actually got a lot of information for the poster for this movie by the way Did you now? Yeah, it's really detailed
0: Well, that's good, Uh, because I didn't really look at the poster. Then
1: we go away separately, and we each come up with what we think is going to happen in the movie.
0: Yes. From start to finish. We try to predict the plot, I guess,
1: but try to prove if the trailer gives away the movie before the movie comes out. Or if Hollywood has just become so predictable that we can just Hmm. essentially assume what's going to happen in the movie from start to finish.
0: So either Hollywood is lazy or we're really smart, but
1: I guess we'll see in time. Yeah. And I suppose as well, it really is a reflection of the marketing material, like, how are they choosing to sell the movie and is that accurate to the final product? Because a lot of the times they will just lie. I don't think that's going to be the case with this movie. No. I think this movie is going to be very much cut and dry. So let's talk about Jungle Cruise. So obviously Jungle Cruise is actually based on the Disneyland attraction of the same name which actually opened up in 1955. Did you realize it was that old?
0: I did a little bit of research and
1: yes, I saw that. Oh, really? Okay, he's right up. So that, <laughs> that of course was in the original Anaheim Disneyland. I mean, there's been several jungle cruisers all across the various Disneyland's around the world. But yes, the original one is still there, it's still intact. It's still got most of the same animatronics that people the ride or really? animal the ride. Yeah, yeah, mm. most of them are still there. Cool. We'll get into whether what's people- changed? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into what's changed and whether people think they should still be the same Yeah a bit, but interestingly enough, the ride was actually largely inspired by the movie The African Queen.
0: Which you watched for this
1: show, yes, right? which I hinted at last week that I was going to watch for Humphrey
0: this show. Humphrey Bogart.
1: Humphrey Bogart, Catherine Hepburn. Watched it for the first time last week. Did you like it? And was I it good? did like it. I really enjoyed it. Now- I would recommend it To almost everybody But keep in mind It is a 50s movie So it's going to be A little bit slower paced Than your average Action movie fare Than this movie Than yeah, this, movie this movie, movie. Be. But I can guarantee it I'm going to say this Very safely With full confidence That The African Queen Is a better movie Than Jungle Cruise Will be So you're
0: saying it now Before Jungle Cruise Comes That's out That's right Wow okay That's, I don't think uh, Jungle
1: Cruise Personally is going to be A success And I'm just judging that On what I've predicted And from the marketing Material we've seen But it's early days I it mean could be, I want to be proven Wrong. That's what I want to say. If it's a better movie than African Queen, I will be extremely happy because I liked African Queen.
0: I watched this trailer and I was like, did I write this movie? (laughs) Like, Oh wow! Just, I was like, it's this "Everything is you crazy. want in a movie." It's everything I want in a movie. Dodgy yeah. CGI. There's a dingy bar acting. there. <laughs> dingy bar. Yes, There's Dwayne The Rock Johnson's in it, and he's just like questionable you know, racial stereotypes. Well, we don't see that in the trailer, but yes, driving a boat through the river and fighting Nazis or well, I I guess they're not get Nazis. Into it. Yeah, they can't not be.
1: be Nazis. We'll get into that now. Back to the actual ride itself, the Jungle Cruise ride. Have you ever been on it?
0: No, but what you I never did been do to is Disneyland? I I've never been to Disneyland, but I did uh, YouTube a somebody filmed. Yeah, The Jungle Cruise There's so a
1: million Different versions I watched, of I watched that.
0: that Just to get an idea Of what it was And from my understanding It is what it is It's just like a It would be a ride I'd be interested in Not a yeah. scary roller coaster It's just no. like a nice little Paddle around Seeing some animals So
1: some animatronic animals, of some animal, not real animals. ones. Now, I have actually been on the ride several times. I've been ah. to Disneyland a number of times, and Jungle Cruise was always one of my favorite rides. Even as a teenager, I really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. But my parents always hated it. They were like, "You could go on literally like any roller coaster, any thrill ride, and you want to go on the slow Jungle Cruise ride?" But they're but fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. There was this one ride that they used to have, which was a submarine ride where you went underwater, and it was the same sort of thing, but with like eels underwater and fish animals. and yeah. yeah. There was even like a sea serpent, which was really dodgy, but I thought that was the most incredible thing. And Jungle Cruise is like the next best thing.
0: So you enjoyed it? You yeah, it.
1: I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite genres. This type of movie is like one of my favorite genres of movies, if you can call it a genre. Sort of like the old-fashioned adventure-style yeah. adventure movie where you've got the gritty hero who lives in the jungle, knows the jungle, and then you've got the person who doesn't know as much. Coming in as the naive person who has to be guided along the way and learn things So I guess that's why I really enjoyed African Queen
0: Very Indiana Jones-esque
1: Yes, I'm seeing a lot of Indiana Jones parallels in this,
0: which I'm in the trailer for, for Jungle
1: Cruise But yeah, we can talk all about that as we go through our plot But back to the ride again The ride itself is actually based on several different rivers It's based on rivers in Africa, Asia and South America It isn't just one river Which is why we get all different animals from all over the world in one jungle but, of course, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, all of these things are just live in the same jungle. <laughs> yeah, sure. Now, one thing that was actually in the news recently is people are actually calling for Disneyland to actually alter or change or even close down completely Jungle Cruise because they're offended. They're offended, Matty D, by racial stereotypes in the ride itself.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know if it's changed at all, but the video I saw, there wasn't any... Stereotypes in that. I don't know if it's well. They were mood, saying that the
1: different. natives are stereotypes of African. Well, I didn't see natives. any natives
0: in the video I watched.
1: Oh really? Yeah. So maybe I don't they know went a different way. I saw them maybe. in the actual ride. I remember there was a, like a, like a tribe of people dancing around and then they throw oh, spears. Okay. Nothing too offensive, but I think the main thing that they were upset about was that. The tour guide, the people who operate the ride basically and do the running commentary,
0: uh-huh.
1: would refer to them as savages. And it's no longer, of course, politically right. correct to refer to natives as savages. So people just want the tribes people removed completely. I think that'd be an easy fix, but they want the- tribes people still exist and they still throw spears. That's like a real thing. I mean, as to Caucasian, then <laughs> we can't really <laughs> Let's judge tread carefully. what people can and can't be offended by, but if they just did a realistic depiction of tribes people, which I already sort of thought they were doing, but I'm sure that there'd be a more PC way of doing it. I mean,
0: this is a ride that was made in the 50s, Yes. so obviously it's it's a little bit backwards and they're they're drawing on stereotypes and clichés of like the Indiana Jones' yes. savage where they throw spears at the boat or whatever.
1: You mean like the real world <laughs> <laughs> depiction of savages Did well not savages that's not politically I correct don't wanna, tribal I don't, people I don't
0: want to trample on your notes here but weren't they going to say that they wanted to replace it with Princess and the Frog or something like that
1: no actually Splash Mountain is being oh. replaced by Princess and the Frog oh okay Right. So that is an instance where they actually are altering a ride to all make right. it more politically correct. Because Splash Mountain, as you know, was originally based on Song of the South, which is yes. no longer considered yes. a politically correct okay. movie.
0: Yes, of course. That that took a while for that to happen. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, they
1: considered it part of their history and didn't want to change it. But now that Disney has become revisionist <laughs> and, and no longer accepting that slavery was a real thing, yep. they are changing all this stuff.
0: Well, look, if they decide to close Jungle Cruise, I mean, I've never been on the ride, so uh, I don't care. Yeah, I guess I would How do be... you feel? I guess I would
1: be that upset, but I'm sure whatever they, if they did change it completely, whatever they change it to would be cool. But I think you could just make minor changes, even just to the dialogue. Because most of it, to make it more friendly. Most
0: of it's just like, PC. look at this animal, yeah. look at this elephant. Yeah. That's what that's I right. saw.
1: There's also a character in the ride called Trader Sam. I don't yeah, know if saw, you saw right. that. I saw Trader Sam. He was a headhunter. He's got like shrunken heads. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's where I was like, okay, maybe that's yeah. on the line. Because I think though he was making a lot of cannibal jokes about Yeah, that's
1: right. Trader right. Sam. So I think that was one of the main points of contention as mm. well. Fair that enough. People Fair enough. So you could just eliminate that character entirely. Yeah. Now, will this backlash and will this sudden interest in racial sensitivity affect the actual movie itself? Will they change things in the upcoming Jungle Cruise movie?
0: I don't think they were ever going to go in that direction anyway. Of course not. So, of course so I don't think so.
1: I have a feeling they may cut certain things out. Really? But I guess we'll talk about it when we get into our plots.
0: I think if there's going to be tribes in this movie, they're going to be shown in a positive light.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Now let's actually start talking about the movie let's since we've segued into do it quite nicely. That. But of course, this movie started production all the way back in 2004. I know,
0: it's a while ago.
1: Eh? That's crazy. That's when they said, yep, we're making a Jungle Cruise movie back when they were still making like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. When it was still relevant.
0: Well, yeah, well, that, that's the thing, right? The the whole, we'll base a movie off a theme park ride, yeah. made success for Pirates of the Caribbean, not so much in the Haunted House with Eddie Murphy. You mean Haunted Mansion? Haunted Mansion, that's By it. By the well,
1: way, they're doing a new Haunted Mansion oh, movie. No. We may be talking about it in our future. Oh
0: my God, I really don't want to be talking about it. Um also Tomorrowland, didn't they make it Tomorrowland? Yep. Was that Dwayne was Dwayne in that as well? No, he wasn't. Who was in that? That
1: was George Clooney. Okay. Well But I don't know anything about that movie because they kept the marketing very sort of like hush hush. And yeah. of course nobody went and saw Tomorrowland. So, <laughs> no. so it wasn't a success. So back
0: in two thousand and four.
1: Yeah. That's when they announced it, that's when they started writing the script, and it wasn't until 2015, so five years ago, Disney announced that the movie would star Dwayne the Rock Johnson, people started getting excited, Matty D sat up in his seat, being a huge Dwayne the Rock Johnson fan. That's the selling point for me. And then, of course, back in 2018, so two years ago, that's when they announced that Jack Whitehall would be in the movie playing Disney's first Openly gay character Yes I read that Now I find that very interesting Because they've had suggestions of gay characters in the past But the fact that they're lauding and applauding the fact that he's openly gay Is questionable Like how are they going to approach this? I
0: have a theory of how they're going yeah, to
1: Yeah me too it. I do yeah. as well but. So
0: I'm confused because Disney had Beauty and the Beast, which was the first openly gay character, correct? And then yeah, also in the remake. And in the remake, Avengers. so LeFou
1: was—I I wouldn't say he was openly gay. Okay. He just seemed to—they seemed to suggest by the end of the movie that he was gay because he right. dances with a man briefly in the background. And
0: Disney owns Avengers, which had the first openly gay character. Yes, in technically, that, in that random guy well. in
1: the group therapy session—that right. huge important character. By the way, by one of the Russo brothers,
0: I'm all for, and I think you are as well. Representation yeah. in these movies. So if they, well, you know, if they do do it, great. But uh, I just think. Disney Well...
1: You know. that leads us to the controversy because they have Jack Whitehall a straight man yeah. playing a stereotype of a gay character and people are like that's not cool why not just get a gay actor I don't know <laughs> so it's essentially like what, what would you call like the gay version of blackface pinkface
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: you're just doing an over the top impression of a gay but person so that rubs people the wrong I don't think, so that I don't think it'll, be, to- don't think it'll be over
0: the top we don't see anything of him in the trailer yeah I think they did that so, on
1: purpose because of the backlash
0: so yeah we'll see
1: so you have your theories I have on a how theory
0: of how they're going to approach it? or how they're not going to approach Let's just say that.
1: Okay, right. I think I might have the opposite opinion, but given that it's a Disney movie, it's a comedy movie, it's a family film. So yeah, I have strong theories on what I think they're actually going to do.
0: From what we know about Disney, and they're like a big corporation. And don't get me wrong, I love Disney. It's a special place in my childhood. But they're cowards when it comes to this yes, kind of thing. Absolutely, they're absolutely not going to be progressive in you know showing.
1: And if they are progressive, they're always years behind.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they want to look after their conservative audiences as well. So yes. You know, they try to play both sides of the of the coin. Yeah.
1: Can't wait to get into what we think is the way that they're gonna approach it in the movie. Mm. But yeah, so as you can tell, we're both very excited to talk about the plot of this movie. <laughs> yes. But what do we know about the movie so far? What do we know? Well, I do actually have an official statement from Disney. It's we, very, very vague. We have two trailers, That's I can right, tell you that. That's right, we have two trailers. So at the
0: at the recording of this podcast there's two trailers uh, yeah. for this movie. But yeah, you were saying?
1: So what Disney has said is, inspired by the famous Disneyland theme park, it's interesting that they're saying this, Disney's Jungle Cruise, <laughs> the, the great theme park ride, Disney's Jungle Cruise is an adventure-filled Amazon jungle expedition starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the charismatic riverboat captain Frank Wolf with two Fs, and Emily Blunt as Dr. Lily Horton, a determined explorer on an important research mission. Now, of course, from the promotional material, we know that that important mission is to Discover and find the tree of life,
0: yep, so or is it the Holy Grail? <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Seems it looks very like familiar. It looks like our plots are going to go in the same direction. Yes. Yep. So from what we can tell, it has medicinal properties. That's absolutely correct.
1: Well, we're just presuming. We're just presuming it may not be real. It may be completely fake. Well, we may see be... it in the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, but
0: maybe, maybe. We don't see it heal anybody. So.
1: So we know it's taking place in the Amazon. So I guess that gives us an idea of what sort of animals will be in the movie, what things they'll come across, and I guess what's going on in the world at the time. So another thing we know is that it's taking place in the early nineteen hundreds. From what we see in the trailer, it's set during World War One, or at least the early days of World War One. Yeah. So that may impact the plot as well. Definitely. Yeah. We're both, <laughs> we're both keeping our cards very close to our chest. <laughs> so before we get into our plots Because I'm really excited to talk about it Let's talk about who's actually in the movie So we've mentioned him already Playing Frank Wolf. as we just mentioned Is Dwayne the Rock Johnson
0: Look every time we get to talk about him is, is a
1: pleasure Yes,
0: Love him in everything
1: This is the third time that we've officially talked about him on the show, because we've talked about him before in Hobbs and Shaw, as well as Jumanji in The Next Level, but he also appeared in several of our special episodes.
0: Yeah, we love casting him.
1: Yes, well, you do specifically. I do, yeah. Now, Frank Wolf is the riverboat captain, so he is the equivalent of Charlie from The African Queen, if people are familiar with that movie. He's Indiana Jones, essentially, to dumb it down even further.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Or the guy from The Mummy. yeah.
1: Whatever his name is. Whatever his
0: name is, Brendan Fraser.
1: Uh, Next up, playing Lily Horton, who we've also mentioned, is Emily Blunt, who is the scientist searching for the tree's magical cure. And of course, we've talked about Emily Blunt before. She was in A Quiet Place Part 2. Yes. Mary Poppins herself. Yes, Mary Poppins herself. She's definitely in Disney's pocket at the moment. (laughs) She's great, though. Yes. Yeah. I always like seeing her in movies. What was it? We talked about this in Quiet Place 2. I think I first saw her in Devil Wears Prada where I thought she was great. And I was like, wow, this woman's great. She should be in more things. And then she just exploded. Next up, playing an unnamed villain, though I have a theory on who I think this I is. I have a theory as well. Is Edgar Ramirez, who is a Spanish actor. I think that gives it away, sort of. And the only thing I've ever actually seen him in is The Bourne Ultimatum, where he plays random thug.
0: Right. Because I've seen him in a few different oh, movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? Um, Nothing's coming to mind right okay. now, but he's never he's never a forefront no, leading never. character. But he plays a lot of bad guys. He plays a lot of thugs, I see.
1: Now, one theory I actually do have about this movie is that there are no original plot elements whatsoever (laughs) so they're literally just taking from previous movies and previous franchise that they actually own disney that is and it's not ripping off if it's your own work yeah so everything is just recycled from stuff they've done before i'll break that down as i go through the plot but yeah i think he's a recycled character from another franchise
0: oh do you yeah because we don't know anything about that character so it's going to be interesting what you think and what i think so
1: yeah yeah exactly so, playing Lily's apparently gay brother, McGregor Horton, is Jack Whitehall, who we've already mentioned again.
0: Well, he's Probably a- best
1: known for being a comedian, yeah, and, and uh, you're about to mention his TV show, right? I
0: was just about to mention his TV show, him and his dad.
1: Yeah, with an actor who's pretending to be his dad. <laughs> I do not believe that that man's actually his dad. Isn't
0: it his dad? N-
1: I, I don't it. think so. Okay, I think, I think you're supposed to think that that's actually his dad, but he's too, too much of a character, I think, to be genuine. Sort of like Carl Pilkington, you well, know?
0: Well, he... He has a TV show and his dad's on that as well. Yeah, well, the actor who well, plays the his dad. Well, the actor who's playing the dad, I guess. That's my theory. So anyway. I thought he was, this guy was like an agent or something.
1: Yeah, he's supposed to be like a, a talent agent who worked with these celebrities. Yeah. But like I said, that's all part of the elaborate character.
0: Okay, fair enough. I never even questioned it. But yes, and then he did a, a show where he was a teacher. He also has or something. a different
1: accent to Jack Whitehall. What's the deal with that?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> He's British. I don't yeah. know. I know Jack Whitehall's been trying to get into a Hollywood <laughs> yeah. for a while. Like he's trying to establish himself as an actor. And I always liked him. He was a you know, he's a good looking guy. He's yeah. um he's charismatic. He does a good job in everything I see him in. So I've always been like, Why hasn't he like made that break yet? But maybe this is his big break into, yeah. into
1: Hollywood. Pink face, as we say. Well, we'll I can't that. wait to get into how we think the characters will be characterized. <laughs> I cannot wait. So next up, playing another unnamed villain, even though- They're all unnamed villains. Even though I think it's pretty obvious who he's playing from the trailers, is Jesse Plemons, Mm -hmm. who of course we know from Breaking Bad as Todd. Yes. He was also in season two of Fargo as one of the main characters in that. He was excellent. He was also in The Irishman. Yeah. The guy who had the fish. The guy who had the fish. (laughs) In the backseat of his car. Yeah. What a great scene that was. I love Jesse Plemons. He's He's great. He's very much coming to his own in the last few years. He's in almost everything at the moment. I love that he refuses to lose the weight that he's put on as well since Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because when they did the movie, I'm like, well, surely to make continuity with the original series, he's going to have to lose weight to look like how he did back in Breaking Bad. But nope, he was just fat in the movie.
0: He's not that fat.
1: And the last person I wanted to talk about playing the character Brooks, who is apparently a crusty harbormaster, question mark, because he doesn't look like it in the promotional material. Mm. Is Paul Giamatti. We've, hey. we've never talked about him before on the show. And of course, he's probably most famous for playing Rhino in The Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> That's what 2. he's most
0: famous for. His um, biggest
1: ever role. Big Fat Liar. Yeah. He was also Come in uh, Blow, if you remember that movie. No, yeah. Not Blow. Sorry. Donnie Brasco.
0: Uh, Duets. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. in that. yeah. yeah. Love a good Paul Giamatti. Who
1: doesn't? I think he's very much underrated because he can always pull out a great performance. He is but excellent in everything. He's never really in a leading role except for in that comic book movie.
0: Remember that? Yes. Remember
1: that? Where he's the artist? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but...
0: that was great.
1: I can't remember what it's called. And but... who it's
0: based on. I can't remember. Yeah. It's based on someone real, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Where he... I'm but...
1: sure someone out there knows what we're talking and, about. And he,
0: has... he loses his voice yeah, that's right. some... for some reason and that really annoyed me because I didn't, I don't know.
1: Well, <laughs> now Paul Giamatti can't talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But that was a really good movie. Yeah. Everyone should watch that,
1: whatever that movie may be. Whatever that
0: movie is, write in and tell us.
1: And I just wanted to briefly mention that Andy Nyman is playing Sir James Hobbs Cunningham,
0: who I haven't worked into my plot at all. There's so many of this cast I haven't worked into my plot, by the way.
1: And then we have Quim Gutierrez, who's playing another unnamed villain. But I have a theory on who I think he is. I don't Uh think he's going to be that important, honestly. That may lose me points in the future. We'll see. And the last person I wanted to mention was Veronica Falcon who is playing another unnamed character. But again, I have a strong theory on who I think she is. So let's get into it. Who is going first.
0: Look, I think yours is going to be more detailed than mine, so let's yes. let's go straight into mine. Okay. All right.
1: Tearing off the band aid straight Tearing away. Tearing
0: off the band-aid. I wrote down some notes for this uh, for this episode. I'm glad. <laughs> I got it in my little book. So we're going to start with a cold open. <laughs> okay. Boom.
1: It's <laughs> interesting because I think we're going to start with a flashback. So we're swapping roles again. It could,
0: could be a flashback, but no I'm going to go with a cold open and we're going to get some titles on the screen. It's going to be sometime in the nineteen
1: thirties. What really? Yes. So after World War 1? Yes.
0: And okay. Before World War 2. Right. Before 1939. Okay. So sometime Strong theory before here. that time. Yeah. Wow. I think it's going to be early 30s. Okay. And I say it's in London. Now, I really, like, tried to establish where this place was in the trailer, and I actually zoomed in on one of the buses, and I was like...
1: Well, it's clearly London.
0: It was... In- I-, I was really struggling. I was like, where the hell is this? And I was like, hey, Could Liverpool. Could be Paris? <laughs> I-, I thought I did some really good research there, and I was <laughs> wow. just like, hey, it's English. Liverpool Street sounds like London. Oh, man, I figured out this is London. Yeah. So you're saying it's well, clearly London. It's Great. clearly
1: London because she falls into a bus full of, clearly, World War One soldiers who are shipping off to war. Yeah. Because they're wearing World War One uniforms, not World War II uniforms.
0: Yes. Mm. Yes.
1: Hmm. But that doesn't derail your theory on when it's set?
0: No, that can be just the military, you know. They're wearing
1: old (laughs) hand-me-down uniforms from their dads.
0: Yes. (laughs) There are soldiers and military still existing. I think they're going to try to... Actually... Yeah, cuz the the bad guys are in the uh are in military uniforms as well. So yeah. maybe this is just in the last moments of World War 1. Okay. We'll say that.
1: So like 1918 or whenever World War 1 ended.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Lily braces herself before entering a museum. Mm. She tells her cowardly brother McGregor <laughs> to wait in the car <laughs> and This is really interesting, we'll get to, so thi- to talk about McGregor's it McGregor's character is going to be not flamboyant, like okay. I think you're going to go in that direction, right. but he's going to be just a guy that's, uh, he's not really heroic, so yep. he's, yep. His whole he's up- a coward He's the cowardly lion He's the cowardly lion, so he's you know getting his courage He's not an adventurer, kind of a whiner yep. which uh, I think Jack Whitehall will do a good job doing Do you remember the brother
1: in the mummy movies?
0: Yes, exactly, that is what he's going <laughs> to <Yes>. be <laughs> I didn't I was dancing around that. Yeah. But pretty much my yeah. plot is a rip off of Indiana Jones and the Mummy yeah, movie. Yeah, there we go. So so she's an academic, Lily that is, who's tracked down a chest to this museum. Right, and she sort of says, "Hey, I'm looking for this ancient chest. I hear you have it." Um, and she gives some exposition about what's in the chest is a arrowhead. That is She's the key. Like, this doesn't belong in a museum. <laughs> that is a key to unlocking a you know tree of healing that will be great for yep. everybody. Yeah, right. go with me with okay. this. You're going to have to use your imagination and go with me. Yep, the bad guy. Is in this museum because we see him in the trailer. Yep. Who's the bad guy? Jesse. Jesse Plemons. Yep. Okay. And I've got a name for him. And I'll really? go into why I think really? he's okay. called this. All right, ready? Ready? Okay. So his name is uh I don't know his first name, but his last name will be uh <laughs> Reef and Stall? Boss Rasha. Boss Rasha, okay.
1: <laughs> like Boss Hog, but Boss Rasha. <laughs> <laughs> and he is
0: German. Go with me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> He's a German in London.
1: I don't think there's any doubt that he's German.
0: Well, we hear him talking in a German accent, but I was yeah. like, why would he be in London, you know, like this German guy? But he's a very wealthy, very vain guy. He's not really paying much attention. And so Lily says, oh, I need this arrowhead to, you know, find this tree, and he goes, nope. So this explores- how does
1: the arrowhead tie to the tree? Sorry to jump in the middle there. It's
0: a key to- um, So, it unlocks something. It unlocks something okay. that we see Interesting in the that it's an arrowhead. Yeah, you know, it's just- uh- Maybe
1: it needs to be fired into the lock from a distance. It
0: gets- uh- oh, I did not work that into my plot, shit. No, no, no. It's uh, it's, uh, it's just a key that uh, goes into a great big stone right, okay. door that we get yep. into the- We see in the plot a little later on. So yes, Boss Russia <laughs> tells tells Boss Lily Russia, yeah, yeah, that all the artifacts here are going to the motherland, Russia. The motherland being German, okay, Germania, German, <laughs> Germania. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's their
1: that's their WWE event, Germania. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, and then the, the chest that she's after won't be open for any reason because I feel like Lily needs to discover the arrowhead, you know. Otherwise, it's yeah. just stealing. So she's like, "Look, there's this artifact in." He's like, "Absolutely not. We're just going to take it. We're just going to give it yeah. to Germany, and they're just going to hide it behind glass, and you know, not discover things because yeah, we're yeah. bad guys." So she tries to open the chest anyway and times it with an archaeologist. The archaeologist is, you know... Hammering a hammering, pot or something. Hammering a pot, hammering <laughs> some stone, and she times it perfectly to lockpick this chest. She steals the arrowhead. They realize what she's doing yep. and they pursue her. We see this all in the trailer where she just escapes and jumps into so a So it's like bus. the
1: opening of the game, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. <laughs> Yeah. Except opposite, because that opens with a German stealing an artifact from the yes, museum. Yes, yes. And guess then jumping was. out the window. What
0: a great game that is. But it's yes. almost exactly the same. Yes. Wow. Oh, I guess so. I didn't even put Except two into two instead together. instead of the
1: German stealing, it's the girl stealing it from the German.
0: Yeah, so she wow. steals it from the German, but for good reason, you know. So we get some Jack Sparrow hijinks as she narrowly yep. escapes. Swings on a ladder, falls yep. on a bus. And she lands on the bus and escapes out. Shipping out. The distance, yep. Exactly. Um so this is where we're going to be introduced to our secondary lead Frank who's doing a river cruise tour with a bunch of rich tourists. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole tour is going to be fake. They're yep. going to see like natives, but the natives are going to be just guys that he's like made a deal Pired, with. He's yes. paid, so he's like waving at them, just being like, "Hey, you know, don't don't shoot arrows at me." The he's going to blowing <laughs> holes in my boat. <laughs> he's going to have mechanical uh, hippos popping out yep. that he knocks the levers for and whatnot. And he finally shows them the backside of water, which is taken directly from the theme park ride. That's right. And I also predict he's going to have a few lame puns because that's yep. apparently something that they do on the river. Yes, trip. it is. All very underwhelming, but we get to see Dwayne, sorry, Frank's charisma and also the fact a that A little girl looks at him skeptically. Skeptically, yeah. So he's it's very dodgily run. He's very holding himself by his own shoestrings. Then we see Lily and her brother arriving in this town. So they're in sort of the um just at sort of near the, the local port. Yes, exactly, the local port. Which has um, a
1: train station. Of yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> obviously. And she tells her brother that she needs to find someone to take them upstream
1: to La Mar de Cristal. I'm glad you took note of that, because I'm like, I couldn't be bothered writing that
0: down. Which translates to the Crystal Sea. Interesting. Interesting, wow. Mm-hmm. Well done. And she, Top research, mate. She meets uh, a reputable boater that tells her lady, because they're sexist in the, this time period, right? there ain't no one stupid or crazy enough to go upstream. Interesting. That's a good theory. Whilst uh, whilst walking away deflated, she hears some of the tourists. So tourist, two tourists walk out together complaining, like they walk out of an office and they're complaining about their awful experience they had on their tour. The other lady tells- That guy is crazy. Yeah. They The, the two ladies go, well, he's clearly a scoundrel that will do anything for money. Mm. And then Lily's like, oh, okay. So then she knocks on the door and she asks Frank, can you take me upstream? Frank is originally- Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a married man. A post <laughs> at first. <laughs> He also has a pet bird, but he's originally oh. opposed at first, but then she says she comes from wealth, and this changes his mind. So we go to a cool bar where they discuss the terms right, further. Right. Yep. Not a dingy bar.
1: Oh, okay, it's That's, a cool bar. It's a cool bar. Well it's well clean. It's <laughs> yeah,
0: it's cool. Frank thinks she's crazy, but agrees to take her upstream for a fee, uh, dead and alive, which dead being more pricey Expensive, than alive because yep, he has which to carry her. He saw in the trailer. Frank also knows everyone at this bar as well. So he's kind of like, we get to see a little bit more of his character. Hey, bartender. (laughs) Hey, how are you? Frank notices that there are some people watching them and it becomes clear that they've been followed. Then a fight breaks out because of course uh, Lily can handle her own. McGregor is useless and Frank is also a badass as well. And they go through a chase through this port city and make it to Frank's old tour boat just in the nick of time and they escape with the skin of their teeth with McGregor being scared the entire way for comic relief. So, Bosh Rasha, who is our bad guy, I need to keep reminding you that. So,
1: he's there. He's the one causing all this chaos.
0: So, yeah. So, yeah, he sent these people out to grab his arrowhead back. Early on when Lily was trying to explain what her plan was, she actually pointed to La Marque de Cristal uh, on the map. She drops that in the whole scuffle. Right. And we get to see this shot of our bad guy's foot landing on the map and we see his cane and he picks up the map and looks at where it's been circled and he knows exactly where they're going mm. as he watches them boat
1: off in the distance. As he shakes his fist at them.
0: So I'm going to fill out the rest of the, the middle part of the uh, One, two, plot. skip a few, yeah. Yes. yes, so here's what's going to happen in the middle of the movie. We're going to have a incident where whilst they're boating, they have to activate a gate through a waterfall. So they right. have to open up a waterfall and to do that, Um, Lily must dive down And be attacked by piranhas To activate a switch That'll open up Right How does
1: she survive Being attacked by piranhas?
0: Uh, she just uh, she
1: just does know, she just does and she swims faster than them.
0: There's going to be an obligatory go down a waterfall scene. Yep, where Lily that will happened reveal- in African
1: Queen as well. By the way,
0: oh there you go. What happens in every movie? Yeah, um,
1: exactly. As soon as you're on a river, you're going down a waterfall. Where in she, every movie
0: <laughs> where she reveals she can't swim, which is going to be something she has to get over during the course of the movie. Yep, there'll be a scene where they're chased by a submarine by. A, Boss who is shooting at them. The the way you
1: pronounce his name changes
0: every time you say it. So here's why I think... (laughs) So I'm getting to why I think it's his name. So there's a factory that they shoot a submarine at. Right, right, right.
1: They shoot a submarine at a Sorry, factory.
0: They shoot a missile at this factory. A factor. torpedo. A torpedo, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and it's called the, uh, it's it's in French, but it translates to the Brochredder factory. So I was like, oh, it's his factory.
1: Okay. So that's where I got the name guess from. that makes sense.
0: We'll see when the movie comes yeah. out. Well,
1: okay. We'll see.
0: Yep. So he fires- By the
1: way, the movie's coming out in July 2021. Uh, so they say- I forgot to mention earlier. Oh,
0: 2021? Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: So we're going to wait a long time before we can see this one
0: So he fires a torpedo and they narrowly escape and turn away from him Also there's going to be a character building moment Where McGregor will describe Frank as quite a dreamboat <laughs> While he's working on something But he'll say it as conversationally with Lily
1: Yep, yep. And that'll
0: okay. be our first openly gay character moment right, okay, And that'll be yep. the only reference to him I could and very his much sexuality see that happening, yep. In the entire movie There'll be a moment where they land at their destination and they're going to have a character moment near a campfire where they both reveal that they looked for the tree and Frank is skeptical that they'll right. ever find it. And Frank also by says- By the way, that
1: scene in the trailer or on the boat next to a campfire. Are you sure? Definitely on the boat. Yeah. I analyze it frame by frame.
0: Okay. Well, in my plot, they're in the campfire. Yeah,
1: that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, the same campfire that they were next to in uh, your onward plot. Exactly. In the middle of the day, exactly. <laughs> one of those daytime well, this campfires. Is, this is nighttime. Oh, wait, industry. and you also had a campfire conversation scene in your SpongeBob <laughs> prediction
0: as well. In the last movie we covered, there was a campfire conversation scene, so it's kind oh, of yeah. what we happens in, Black in International. so
1: Okay, there you go. That's just where you get to know somebody by exactly. the campfire. You get
0: to know people by the campfire.
1: Except in this instance, it's a boat. So
0: yes. So they're both looking for the tree, but Frank also tells Lily that there's a test that you have to pass when you try to get to the tree. And right. if you fail the test, you get cursed.
1: Right, so he has to like be the penitent man.
0: That's right. <laughs> Kneels
1: before God. That's right. Jehovah spelt with an I.
0: So when they're in the jungle at this stage. They rummage through and they get to meet a tribe of natives. There we go. they were going to think they're savages at first, but no, they're going to be cool guys. They're going to be like quiet, in intelligent. Way? Oh, they're just going to be very welcoming. They're going to let them into their, you know, tribe. Right. And uh, Frank's going to know them.
1: Okay, interesting. They're going to
0: have like conversations, yep. and they're going to be painted in a positive light. It can't be too peaceful for too long. The Germans arrive. They cause a lot of chaos. They try to escape and they manage to go down to a cave dwelling of wonders. Of wonders. Yeah. And this is where she puts Lily puts the arrowhead in that unlocks.
1: It's like a keyhole in the big stone door.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But this awakens. Is that me pretending like I didn't do the same thing in my body? <laughs> <watch? laughs> this awakens some like zombified dead people that are half snake, half people, yep. uh, half tree, half people. Yep. And they're like got armor on that are kind of medieval. So these were people that tried to get the tree themselves so kind of like Davy Jones's <laughs> fishermen <laughs> pirates or like uh, they were also part boat part fish Last the last crusade as well a little bit
1: yeah except mm. there wasn't really anything like that in the last crusade
0: well there was that old there was knight. the one
1: knight mm. like the Templar knight but these guys there. are
0: bad guys so these guys are uh, people that didn't pass the test and they're gonna go right okay. chase our good guys our good guys hold their own McGregor punches one of them out earning his courage for the movie that's his character yeah. and then he grabs I, his done- hand and goes oh oh <laughs> <laughs> Has to run it under a cold tap, and eventually they find the tree. So they think they've uh, achieved their mission, hooray! But Boschrada comes in and he holds them all up to gunpoint. So he's like, "Yep, you've you've discovered you've the led tree. Me
1: straight to it. But
0: I'm gonna take the the reward. Ha ha ha! And he shoots Frank. <gasps> oh, oh no. no. Oh, no, they shot Frank near a tree of healing. I wonder what will happen, yeah. we all say in the
1: audience. And he oh, attempts wow, that's, that's actually a great point that I didn't think about. He attempts to you sure yank- it wasn't. You sure, like, you sure Lily's dad isn't there and he gets shot? <laughs> and
0: <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery for some yeah. reason? Yes. So, uh, Boschrader yanks the flower for himself, but because he's doing it for selfish reasons, he and all the other Germans become cursed, so they start becoming snake people. Right, and our good guys fight one big end fight scene where they defeat the bad guys Boschrasher, who drinks from the, the, the flower or whatever and <laughs> he just turns into a skeleton he's he like his face melts yeah. pretty much so Lily uses the flower to heal Frank there's going to be like romantic tension throughout this whole plot and right. climax to this yep. scene and the tribal chieftain will come up and explain that the tree must be left here and can't be you know exposed can't to go them. out
1: of the bounds can't can't, you know. can't be, go beyond the seal
0: <laughs> yeah because
1: Lily know, I can reach it I can reach it Reach the flower <laughs> and that, but that he it go,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's like, you know, you can't take this flower. And they go, Yeah, we respect that. And he's like, Me and my tribe will protect this tree, we'll guard over it to make sure right. nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. unworthy will come and, um, you know, do nefarious things with it. So they jump on the boat and they boat off to the distance, and uh, we get a flash forward. So the future where they're doing another tour except this one they're all doing it together and it'll be a success so it'll Lilia be really well McGregor are awesome. with Frank yeah they are right and then they go on to their next adventure now i didn't put paul uh, Money in my plot I'm going to say he's at the port. He's going to be like one of Frank's friends
1: at the what is it, Bus Russia port? Yes. Or is it at the oh, no, original at the, port? At the original, okay, port. The original, he's gonna original be, port. He's going to
0: be. He's going to be like a friend of his that like directs him to where to go. And that's okay. my plot. All
1: right, makes sense to me. Wow, I cannot believe this. I think we've pretty much nailed this movie. I haven't even said my plot yet, but I think we've pretty much <laughs> nailed this movie because I have exactly the same <laughs> plot beat. For beat, no essentially, way, really? with some really small differences. Right, I, I love cannot to wait hear to get your through small it. Differences. One difference straight away, I think the movie will open with a flashback, essentially. It's sort of like a bedtime story. So we're opening with narration it's a man telling the myth of the tree of life is that's sub- good This isn't something that I'm 100% confident on But I actually think it's going to be young Lily being told a bedtime story by her father Ooh. So he's telling young Lily we'll see like little Lily actress being told this It's not a framing device for the whole movie McGregor, stop
0: playing with those dolls
1: Oh yeah Alright <laughs> He should be there too hearing the story <laughs> Get out of your sister's dress So the narration will describe a dangerous expedition that a group of Spanish conquistadors went on to find the tree ah. of life And we will see the story play out in front of our very eyes.
0: They're our cursed guys.
1: So the Conquistadors are led by Edgar Ramirez's character. You can see where this is going a mile off. And we'll also see the arrowhead, the mystical arrowhead, which at this point is being used on an actual arrow by the Conquistadors. The way that I thought that the arrow would be important to finding the Tree of Life is it sort of works like a compass and it always points in the direction of the Tree of Life. So I guess the Conquistadors like fired the arrow and just followed it. (laughs) <laughs> just kept firing it and following it. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. Does that work when it's on Lily's neck? Yeah. Yeah. It, so it just it's sort just of like the an arrow way. is just yeah. like pointing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe they put it on a table and spin it ah. sort of like a compass and it points in that direction. Okay. This is just a very loose grabbing at straws idea of how the arrowhead is important. So the conquistadors, they find the tree of life, but then they're all presumably killed. We won't see anything too graphic. They're all presumably killed by a mysterious force, which the narrator describes as a curse. So, like, then the curse of the tree took hold. Okay. Paul McGregor's chewing at his fingernails all nervously. (laughs) And we're finally told that no one has ever found the tree again, since there's nobody alive who knows the Amazon as well as these conquistadors. And now we cut to Frank. He's on his riverboat and he's explaining to his tour group that nobody knows the Amazon as well as him. Of course. So, his tour group is made up of people from all over the world. We've got Germans, we've got English people, we've got French people. Lovely ladies that he likes to give a nice wink and a smile at. A little bit of flirtation. Flexes his biceps. I think it's going to be, the movie itself is going to be set in the early 1900s, obviously so, but I think around 1914. So, unlike you, you said at the end of the First World War, I'm saying it's at the start of the First World War. So, World War One is only just starting England's only just getting involved in it. So that was actually a big plot point in The African Queen. <laughs> Basically, most of the movie was World War One just starts, German soldiers take over Africa. So I think that's going to work into it. So Sounds
0: if, like it was an advantage to watch this
1: movie. Absolutely. There's so many similarities between the two. So we'll see a standard jungle cruise set up by Frank, exactly like in your point, where all the sights and thrills have been faked up by Frank himself, and Frank will use, here we go, several bad puns and (laughs) jokes from the Disneyland ride itself, exactly like in your plot. Uh, And the natives who attack the cruise will be locals in makeup, exactly like in your plot, so they're not actually natives, they're just maybe even Caucasian people. Yeah. Well, not blackface, they're just wearing heavy makeup, wearing wigs, so on and so forth. I also think that Frank will have to kick the boat's boiler. We see this in the trailer briefly, but this is a direct reference to the
0: African Queen. Because in it? the
1: African Queen, the safety valve has been blocked by a screwdriver that someone dropped into it. So he has to keep kicking the boiler, otherwise it'll explode. ha! <laughs> Ooh, maybe the boat will explode in this movie. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know if they didn't want to fit in, so no. Maybe.
0: Well, that would be awesome if they're just like, if they've got c- them all at guns. They gun can't
1: point. lift it exactly from the African Queen. In, in they the, cannot do okay, that. Okay, fair
0: enough. Because I was like, that could be a way that they could explode the boat and escape. Yeah, anyway. So he
1: has to kick the boiler to prevent it from overheating, just like in the African Queen. Because, you know, they've got to reference it. The ride's based on that same movie.
0: Yeah, and he's a man. Yeah, it's exactly. The, it's like it's like a Fonzie, uh, you know, elbowing the jukebox.
1: Actually, yeah, in the African Queen itself, Humphrey Bogart has to keep kicking the boiler. And Catherine Hepburn's character asks him, like, why don't you just remove the screwdriver from the safety valve? And he's just like, you know what? I've been meaning to do that for years and years and years. But to be honest, I just like kicking it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I have. Obviously, the cruise doesn't go down too well with the tourists. They're not really that impressed. But then we cut away to London, where we're introduced to Lily Horton and her brother McGregor, who are seeking out the magical arrowhead from their father's fables in order to find the tree of life, obviously. So their father had been searching for the tree as well. He's got all these books with the (laughs) pictures of the tree. (laughs) Sounding familiar?
0: It is a little bit.
1: But he's fallen gravely ill. Does, Does he call them Junior? Yeah, Junior and Junior. So he's fallen gravely ill, so his two children want to find the Tree of Life in order to heal him.
0: Ah, okay.
1: There you go. And exactly like in (laughs) Doolittle. Yes. Where the Queen is ill, and they have to find, what was it? I think it was the Tree of Life in uh, Doolittle as well, wasn't it?
0: Right. It was something to heal the Queen. It was the same plot. It
1: was the same plot. Also so they're, they're trying to
0: cheat life. Our heroes are trying to play God.
1: Yeah, essentially. Well, it's it's an illness. He's not dying of old age. Okay. He, he's got sick, just like the Queen from um, Doolittle. It's exactly like that.
0: He was poisoned by the Germans. Made
1: by the same company, mind you, Disney as well.
0: Because the Germans in World War One are bad guys for some reason.
1: Yeah, well, it could be that, but I just think he's just fallen ill. So this is how I presume the characters would be. So I think Lily will be calm, confident, and self-assured. She's progressive, but she will clumsily stumble in and out of any situation she goes into.
0: I agree with you.
1: And McGregor will be camp and effeminate. <laughs> really? And will fill the role of the squealing damsel in distress in you most action scenes. I think they'll go far with it? Absolutely. The- Unless they reshoot all of his scenes. I mean, they've got time. The movie's coming out this time next year. They might reshoot all these scenes to make it more sensible. In fact, I guarantee they will do that. But I think in the original conception, what I'm going from is that he was essentially a big sissy boy. <laughs> <laughs> No offence to to any big sissy boys out there listening
0: That's to be like, to empower the female That's
1: right, absolutely right That's why they're doing it Yeah, yeah, absolutely
0: Lily and McGregor
1: will visit an archaeological archive In search of the Arrowhead While McGregor waits outside (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we both
0: had that exact same point Does she wind the window down for him?
1: (laughs) No, they're not in a car He's just standing next to the building (laughs) They came on a bus
0: You wait here, hold my bags Yes,
1: yeah, essentially while in the archive, Lily learns that the German army are also in search of the Tree of Life because, of course, Jesse Plemons' character is there. I didn't give him a name, so I'm just going to call him... You don't want to call him Boschrater? No, I'm going to call him That's a good one.
0: Plemonstall,
1: there you go. No Von in there? Von Plemonstall, maybe. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, just Plemonstall will be easy enough for me. The German army are also in search of the Tree of Life and Lily, again, like in your plot, isn't allowed to take the arrowhead because it's a prize collection in the archive. But she steals it anyway, which leads to the chase scene that we see in
0: the trailer. So, do the Germans own the arrowhead? Like, well, they, they've got possession of it at this stage, or? Well, it, are they both in the? This they're museum? both
1: trying to get possession of it, but the museum director, the archive director, in my circumstance, doesn't want to give them to him because, like, this is really important. This
0: is a museum. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see that. This is a prize collection, but yeah, Lily steals it, fumbles around, falls on a ladder, goes out the window, lands in the bus. Commits theft. And I wrote here as well, it's just like the opening of the game, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, Yeah, except without the Germans stealing it and going out the window.
0: There's going to be a large portion of people that won't get that reference. No. uh,
1: Everyone should play that game. It's a great game. Everyone should
0: play that game. It's my lucky call.
1: So Lily and McGregor charter Frank's boat. Of course, kind of like in your plot as well, at first Frank refuses, but he is then swayed by Lily, who says they have a lot of money. But I think this will be a lie. I yeah, think,
0: I played with that as well. If I it think Lillian
1: McGregor are completely broke. And so they just say they have a lot of money. To trick him. Now, this is another thing that I also took from the African Queen, but I don't think they'll do it exactly the same. I said that Frank is suggested to be an alcoholic.
0: Oh, yeah, big time.
1: But this won't have an effect on the plot. His alcoholism will only be very minor and it won't, you know, there won't be a major plot point where he has to give up alcohol or anything like that. No. you just see him having a few drinks occasionally. Yeah,
0: just to fill that rough... Archetype, yeah, maybe exactly. a shot of tequila like Dwayne the Rock Johnson likes
1: to do. So in the African Queen, one of the major plot points is that Humphrey Bogart's character Charlie is he's, a massive alcoholic, he's
0: always an alcoholic, yeah, in exactly. everything he did. But he he's like
1: a- massively an alcoholic uh, in this movie. He's like constantly drinking, and there's actually a major plot revelation related to his alcoholism as well. I encourage everyone to go out and watch the movie; it's very good. But I've harped on that note enough. <laughs> so while Frank has a drink, there we go in a nice bar, not a dingy bar. <laughs> Lily explains their mission to him, but Frank doesn't think they'll be able to find the tree since he's been searching for it himself for years without any luck. But Lily shows him the arrowhead. Frank goes, wow, I've never seen this before, but he's still sceptical. He's like, how do we know that this arrowhead is actually pointing in the right direction? I don't believe in magic. I just believe in archaeology Wait, wrong movie
0: Even though I see magic all the time
1: Yeah So Frank also knows that the area that they intend to travel to is highly dangerous But Lily isn't concerned She's like, it's going to be worth it in the end We need to yeah. get to that tree
0: Everything in the jungle is trying to kill you
1: Yep, exactly So while they're talking, they're interrupted by a group of thugs Who wow. are creditors to Frank They're not actually the Germans They're just local guys who he's borrowed money from oh. To, I guess, to buy his boat or whatever
0: And they're working for Jubba the Hutt
1: Yes, exactly <laughs> And Frank promises to pay them once he gets back from the trip with Lily. But the thugs don't trust him and they get into a fight scene.
0: Ah, so we get motivation for Frank. Makes sense.
1: Yep. And during this scuffle, a leopard is released from its cage.
0: I forgot to mention the leopard. Yeah, yes. There you go. The leopard that appeared in the cool bar. Damn yes. it.
1: And Frank is able to beat it with his bare hands. Because he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He just punches it. He
0: rock bottoms it and gives it to people's <laughs> yes. elbow. <laughs> yes, he does. We get a Samoan drop or whatever he calls it. Spine buster. Rock bottom.
1: Lily, McGregor and Frank, they escape by the skin of their teeth, exactly like in your plot. And they set out on their journey on Frank's boat. And the next portion of the movie will be them facing the challenges of the Amazon. So I think there'll be a scene where they're attacked by hippos and crocodiles, not at the same time, but separately. There's going to be a section where it's like crocodile infested water. Maybe they're having a dip. Maybe McGregor's like, oh, I need a bath. And he jumps in the water and then crocodiles attack him. Yeah, I'm a dirty boy. We're offending somebody moving on. Yeah, they're definitely going to be attacked by hippos. They're going to be chased by hippos at one point as well. During these attacks, McGregor will squeal, but Lily and Frank will work together to make it out alive.
0: If McGregor is not shown in this light, you're going to look so bad. Yeah,
1: I guarantee you they'll change it. If anything, they'll change it. The backlash is too great and they don't want to look bad. They don't want their first openly gay character to be like yeah. a really bad pink face, to as we going, said before. To stereotype. be going backwards. Yeah, when haven't they done that in the past, but they do. All right. That night, the trio get to know each other better while Frank noodles on a guitar. And Lily explains the importance of their relationship with their father. And Frank will reveal that he's lost someone close to him as well Maybe his mother, maybe a former wife Maybe a sibling
0: A former wife
1: Should I settle on something? I need to settle on something, otherwise it doesn't count, does it? Stone Cold Steve Austin when he retired Yes, no, it was his wife His wife died, there you go He
0: He lost his tag team partner Mick Foley When the Rock and Sock connection disbanded Maybe Sad day in the 90s Maybe it was his business
1: partner I'm going to say wife though
0: Wife makes more sense
1: But yeah, she really liked the jungles and the animals She wanted to do a jungle Cruise for the locals for tourism oh. reasons, and this is why he started it up. But I guess by faking everything, he sort of feels like he isn't doing her legacy justice. But this is just a stab in the dark theory. He may have never been married. The as boat as is know.
0: called something, isn't it?
1: It's called a woman's it's called name. the African Queen. I don't know what it's called. It's a, it
0: has a woman's name, so it might be his wife's name.
1: Yeah, there you go. And well done. That's why that he, he doesn't did. want to. Bonus replace point for you. It. Bonus point for you if that's actually the case. So, I think, quite like in your plot, a romance between Lily and Frank will be hinted at, but nothing will actually come of it. There's not going to be, like, a kissing scene. They're not going to get together. It's just going to be strictly business at the end of the day.
0: Imagine if it was a romance scene between uh, McGregor
1: and Dwayne. Here we go. Next sentence. So, McGregor will subtly admit to Frank that he's gay, but it won't be directly stated. He's not going to go up to him and go, I'm a homosexual. Yeah. He's going to say something along the lines of "I'm not really like other guys," and that's as far into it as they're going right. to go. So again, similar to your plot, because what did you say that he'd do in I, your plot? I just said he would. Just oh, he's say, a dreamboat. That's right. Yeah,
0: he would just compliment Dwayne Johnson behind his back about how good looking he is. But you could take that as like he's interested, yeah. or you could take that as in, oh man, like he's it's aesthetically just Saying the good wrong looking. thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, interestingly enough, this is my next note. They may do a comedy scene where McGregor has a crush on Frank, but Frank will be oblivious to this. Oh my god. Can you believe that?
0: Yeah, but they won't That's basically what you had, right?
1: No, I I don't
0: think they're going to. I think he's going to say something off the cuff, but that's that's the only thing that's going to be there. Yeah. He's not going to be pursuing him. He's not going to be interested in for the whole movie. Well, I'm not saying that he's pursuing
1: him. I'm just saying like McGregor finds him really handsome and might say something like offhand, but Frank will just take it the wrong way. He'll just be like, oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think you also said in your plot. So, our trio comes across a small harbour, which is run by Paul Giamatti's harbour master character, who is a greedy slime ball.
0: Yeah!
1: So, he's a little bit like the, I don't know, maybe like the Lando Calrissian character, where, you know, he comes in welcoming them with open arms, but there's something sinister behind the scenes, because it turns out that Paul Giamatti has been paid off by the German expedition, and the German soldiers are waiting there to attack our trio, and we have another fight scene. So, the Germans, during the height of the fight scene, They bring a submarine in, as you mentioned in your plot, as we see in the trailer. But our trio, again, is able to escape on the boat. This is where I actually wrote it down, by the skin of their teeth. Again.
0: (laughs) By the skin of their teeth.
1: That's our favourite thing to say. So as they journey further upriver, they are captured by a tribe of actual natives, not just locals in heavy makeup. These are actual natives. But here we go. They're bad guys? You're not going to believe this, Matty D. They're bad guys? The natives will speak English perfectly, and the main joke of this whole interaction will be that they pretend to be, in quotes, uncivilized, Ah. but in actuality they are. So
0: Why do they pretend to be savages?
1: So that just keeps people away from their section of the river and keeps people away from their tribe. Stops colonials coming in and trying to civilise them, but they're actually pretty well civilised themselves. So the joke is... They put on a front. They put on a front that they're all like...
0: Everybody else is stupid.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be sort of like how they approach the Wakandans in Black Panther, you know? Like, from the surface, it just looks like they're a regular tribe, but they're secretly civilized, which yeah. isn't really PC, but I can guarantee you this is what Disney will do. Here we go. This is another interesting point. Frank will know the queen of the tribe, who oh. is Veronica Falcon's character, and will manage to talk her into letting them continue on their journey.
0: Was there a past relationship
1: there? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a past romance, Who how many people is Dwayne Johnson's character sleeping with? Jeez.
0: All of them. Now I
1: think as well, they may cut this out of the final film, but while we're in the tribal village, we'll get a brief reference to Trader Sam, the Trader Sam character. He may be there with shrunken heads, he may sell them some things for their journey.
0: You could just make him just like a con man yeah. trader. Yeah, exactly. Not necessarily a native or anything like that. Mm, no, I think he has to be a native you think to, he be, has to be a native to call
1: back to the original ride. But There is a chance due to the current controversy that they may cut the character out entirely. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in the final movie.
0: Yeah, maybe he'll be like, it'll be a gimmick, like the tribe in your movie earlier on.
1: Yeah, maybe he has all like this really advanced technology for some reason. Yeah, but moving on. So our trio will come across a section of the river which has dangerous rapids. They have a scene just like this in the African Queen, of course, and they'll scream and ride the boat down the white water. And it leads to a giant waterfall, which we discussed in your plot already. And Frank will have a scene where he shows up how strong he is, and they'll escape death through his sheer determination. So he'll like grab the wheel, like his muscles will bulge, and they'll manage to his shirt will pop. Yes will manage to escape death by waterfall. I also think that Lily and McGregor will eventually reveal that they don't have any money to give Frank, which leads us to the obligatory third act argument. you never had any money this whole time. Why should I take you any further? I should turn around and take you straight back to where we came from. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing where they're like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> however, Get your ar- own boat. <laughs> however, the argument is quickly resolved when... They arrive at the site of the Tree of Life, oh. which is located in a giant cave. So, they come across this huge entrance, which no one has ever really reached before in hundreds of years.
0: And they know where the entrance is, or they just stumble on it?
1: They stumble on it, yeah. Okay. Like, the reeds part, the the old shrubbery parts, and then behind it, there's this huge cave entrance. And as they're about to enter the cave, they're captured by the German soldiers. <gasps> who have been following them secretly this whole time.
0: I wonder what happened now.
1: Now, Our heroes manage to convince the Germans not to kill them, and so the Germans lead them through the cave at gunpoint. Our heroes are like, you need us to be able to get through. We know it better than you guys. You'll never make it through without us. So in one scene, the Germans will force Lily and Frank to swim in piranha-infested waters. Here you go. This is how I worked it into my plot. In order to push an ancient lever to open an ancient door, of there course we go, all right And Frank will distract the piranhas while Lily pushes the lever But Frank will be able to survive the encounter with the piranhas unscathed Just by punching the deadly fish
0: <laughs> That's his way of solving all problems He could just fight it. them off Gives them a rock bottom and a people's elbow Yeah, exactly <laughs>
1: Somehow underwater
0: It's a slower people's elbow
1: So they come across some ancient ruins And Lily works out, here we go That the arrowhead acts as a key to allow them access inside
0: Why did you poo-poo my idea when I said that before? Well,
1: I did say during your plot that I'd done the same thing in uh, mine. However, the ruins are being guarded by zombie versions of the Spanish conquistadors who are made up of vines and snakes who enact their bidding. So, of course, the snakes can come out of their bodies and it they can all control looks them. Very
0: impressive. So when it, they it release it, impressive at When all. they release it for 3D, you'll have snakes mm, yeah, popping out. So they can control
1: the vines, they can control the snakes, and they might say something like, "You better start believing in ghost stories, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> You're in one." Because they directly stole this from Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: (laughs) What are you looking at? Back to work.
1: So you see, the Tree of Life actually granted the Spanish conquistadors immortality, but they're cursed to protect the tree from outsiders for all eternity. Makes sense? I think you pretty much did the same thing in your plot. So we'll have a big fight scene here Involving the conquistadors The German soldiers And our trio And Frank of course Will punch people And we'll have a sword fight With the lead conquistador And I think that uh, Plemens Stahl Jesse Plemens' character Will be killed By the Spanish zombies During a sword fight himself So he'll He'll be
0: like Overrun by zombies And he'll be like Ah
1: Well, no, he'll be slashing and stabbing at them with swords and it looks like he has the upper hand, but then surprise, surprise, the lead conquistador just stabs him through and he's Dunsky. So while bumbling and stumbling around, as is her character, Lily works out how to break the curse on the conquistadors. And then they are consumed by the jungle. So they don't like crumble and fall to dust. They're just like sort of, I don't know, just overwhelmed by the vines and be just become another part of the jungle themselves. Okay. Makes sense? Yes. Don't ask me how she breaks the curse on them. She'll just manage. She'll she'll cut her hand. She'll put the last Aztec coin <laughs> back in the chest and it goes back to normal. You can see that I was inspired by a lot of movies. The tree of life, which had bloomed with flowers during the battle, begins to wither once the curse is broken, but Lily manages to pick a single flower to take with her before this
0: happens. Okay, so she breaks the curse and the, fl- and the tree starts to die?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Well, the flowers start to die. The okay. tree doesn't start to die. The flowers just sort of like start decaying and just dropping off. Yeah. So Lily and McGregor return to England and cure their father with the magic flower, and Frank keeps taking people on jungle cruises. But this time, he takes them to see the real dangers of the Amazon that he's already faced on his journey. So he can can show them the real hippopotamuses. He can show them the real natives, the real crocodiles, so on and so forth.
0: And he can say, this is what I did. I did this, this, and this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you smell what Frank is cooking.
1: And this sort of leaves it ambiguously open for more movies. Of
0: course, we're going to have a sequel. Probably not, but we'll leave it open for a sequel. So
1: can you believe how close we were in our final It's pretty
0: much exactly the same, except for a few minor differences. Yeah, a few Um, minor details. Nothing too major, yeah. I could be sold online. Like if the minor differences you said, I'm like, oh, you know, that could happen. But yeah,
1: I want to say though that rather than just walking up and sticking the arrowhead into like a keyhole, they literally have to make an arrow out of it and fire it up into a certain oh, spot. Oh,
0: okay. So I think that's what I'm going to say. It's going to be like a
1: like a collage.
0: Yeah, and there's going to be a final piece of the puzzle. An indent of an arrowhead, yeah. and they're going to put the arrowhead in, and that'll yeah. activate this door that'll lead to the tree of life. Yeah, that's what I think
1: That's happen. what I originally was going to say, but I just want to have that difference I mean, distinction between. makes sense to have an
0: arrowhead i guess
1: exactly so dear listener who do you think is closest (laughs) we're we're pretty much exactly the same but maybe you thought maddie d did a little bit better than me oh maybe are we both wrong
0: yeah are we both
1: wrong do you have a completely different theory that doesn't match up with ours Mm. please let us know you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the podbean site You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. You can. Leave us a little at message, however you communicate on those platforms. (laughs) Being not a member of either of those myself. Slide into
0: our DMs. It's easy to do.
1: Or you can hunt us down on Facebook. A little bit of interesting trivia for you. I don't know if you read this while you were doing your research on the movie. They originally wanted Tom Hanks to play the lead character, the Frank Frank? character in this movie. I did not see that, no. But obviously, time went on. Yeah. Tom Hanks was busy with other projects, namely Toy Story Four, which kind of leads us perfectly into what we're going to be talking about
0: next week. Yeah, we revisiting Toy Story Four. That's right. I, I haven't seen this movie. I haven't yet. seen it either,
1: so I don't even know if we're right or wrong.
0: Yeah, and I've heard so many good things about it. So really, I'm looking. Forward- I've heard the opposite. Really? Yeah. Oh.
1: Unnecessary was a word that I've heard bandied wow. around a lot. Disappointing is another word that I've heard bandied so around. So
0: I heard. I've heard it was the best. Really, I've heard people say it was the best one. So I guess, I guess we'll we'll see find out next week. When we watch, I'm really movie, excited now because we really went balls out, balls yeah. out with <laughs> that one. So we'll see how we, we took did. the toys out of the box for that I th- one. I think that that ended with a fight as well. So I guess we'll yes, see it who did. got closer to that story. Yeah, there. I'm
1: really excited now. Yeah. Well, so join us next week when we will have watched Toy Story Four. And we'll see who got closer because at this point we don't know. We don't even know if we were right.
0: That's right. And stay in your seat position. Exits will be on the right. Yep. Keep all possessions with yourself. Yeah. Keep your yeah hands and ears inside the vehicle at all times. And wait for an attendant to allow you to exit. Welcome to Jungle Cruise.
1: It's gonna be great.
0: The adventure of a lifetime. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, come back. One second, come on back. There you go. Ah, she's the best.
1: We're just kidding. We're
0: kidding. Welcome to the
1: adventure of a lifetime. (laughs) No. No, I didn't. (laughs)